In John chapter 5, verse 30, Jesus said a remarkable thing. The first time I read this statement, I was shocked. Jesus said, I can of mine own self do nothing. This is the Son of God. And he said he couldn't do anything of him of his own self. This was very strongly used by God to show me that neither can I do anything of my own self. Some people approach spiritual things like secular things. And they think they go to school and they learn this thing and then they can do it or speak it. That's not the case. Even in secular things, I don't like to do something that's my own idea. It's too risky. I would rather hear from God concerning what I should do because that is an absolute guarantee for success. Jesus says, I can of mine own self do nothing. As I hear, meaning from God, I judge. And my judgment is just because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. That's what we should do also as we walk on this earth. Thy will be done. We should Seek God's wisdom. If anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth to all liberally and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. James chapter 1, verse 5. It shall be given him. If you just ask God for wisdom, he will give it to you. For in the New Testament church, the Holy Spirit is given to every believer, every person who is the elect of God, every person called of God has the Holy Spirit. In the Old Testament, it wasn't that way. In the Old Testament, only the prophets had the Holy Spirit, and the people had to go to the prophet to find out what to do. That's not the case today. Every one of us who have the Spirit of God have access to God to knowing the will of God. For the Spirit of God reminds us of things of God to show us the will of God in the issues of this present life. Every child of God has the Spirit of God. 1 Corinthians 3, verse 15. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? And what the Spirit of God does, Jesus tells us four things the Spirit of God does. John 14, verse 26, John 16, verse 13, Jesus says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. He teaches us all things. Now, I have found that he teaches us even secular things as well as spiritual things. I owned a business in Dallas years ago, and I would go out to the reservations to buy artwork. My business was American Indian Arts, to buy jewelry, to buy artwork. 
And before I went out there, I depended on God. I prayed for him to have the Indian artist make the item that I needed to purchase. When I got to the reservation, I was always praying for God to show me the item that I needed to purchase. Depending on God, I found that when I was excited about an item, that's when it was the item to purchase. When you feel totally dead about something, don't do that. Like, sometimes you'll make out a list that you're going to go to a certain number of stores that day to shop. And you really find that day you don't want to go. Something's wrong with your plan. Stop and pray, and if you're supposed to go to the store that day, God will put a fire in your heart to go to the store. But if you still feel dead and you don't want to go, well, I don't go. We have to have in our heart a desire, a fire to do something. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Just read the Bible and don't do anything unless that, unless you strongly see something to do. There's sort of that fire there. And if so, stop and focus on that scripture. But just like you're putting information in a computer. We read the Bible. It goes inside us. Then at the time when God wants to use it, he'll bring it to our remembrance, that scripture. And we know the way to go when he does that because that's the Spirit of God reminding us. Jesus says, He will bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. John sixteen thirteen, Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. God once said to me, one step at a time, one step at a time, it is enough. Take that one step. He will guide you into all truth. You take that one step and you're likely going to hear another step as you're taking the first step. For he shall not speak of himself. The Holy Spirit only speaks what he hears from God. And he will show you things to come. We are connected to God by his Spirit, who shows us the will of God in the situations of this present life. He brings it to our mind. He lives in us. He brings us ideas. For example, this older man went out into his backyard one day and he was looking at his storage building. It was overflowing with stuff. And he was thinking, I think I need to build another storage building to hold my stuff. And this came into his mind. Why don't you just get rid of the stuff? We all laughed when we heard that because we knew that was the Holy Spirit. There was so much wisdom in it. This was an older man. He was in his early 70s at the time, and he had some physical problems. Why try to add places for more stuff? Best thing to do is get rid of the stuff. See, that's the Holy Spirit helping us. 
We are connected to God by His Spirit, who will bring to our mind ideas, information, scripture, to show us what to do as we are thinking about doing something. One day, I was thinking about reupholstering my 25-year-old car. And as I thought about that, here is what came to my mind. Or you could just buy a new car. I was shocked. It was sort of like a lightning bolt hitting me. I'd never thought of that. And yet, I just sold a house in Texas, and the money was sitting there in the bank. And I had no debt. I could buy a new car and replace my 25-year-old car with a new car. See, that's the way the Holy Spirit works. He's a comforter. He's the spirit of truth. He will never tell you to do something opposite to the Bible. For he is the spirit of truth. The devil will try to lead you opposite to the Bible. He'll bring you ideas which are opposite to the Bible. For example, if I had been in debt and had to pay car payments, I wouldn't have bought a car. But I wasn't in debt. I was totally out of debt. The yoke would be very easy to have bought a car, which is what I did. This is one of the primary ways God leads us. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. If it's very difficult to do, you don't have the plan of God. So stop and pray. The Holy Spirit, here's what he does. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, start at verse 9. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man that is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But we who are of God know all things through the Spirit of God. When we encounter a situation of this life where we have to make a decision, what do we do? Hopefully, the first thing we do is pray, asking God to help us. Remembering that if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, not of your neighbor, not of your pastor, not of your, even your mate, of God. Turn first to God. Ask God 
Please help me to know what to do. We should have faith to be able to turn to God if we focus on James chapter 1 verse 5 because there's a promise of God in James chapter 1 verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who giveth to all liberally and abradeth not and it shall be given him. It's a guarantee that it will be given to you. Now, it does say, let him ask in faith. You have to believe that God will give you wisdom when you ask for wisdom. But we should be able to believe that. So ask God to give you wisdom. There is a a joke I used to think of when I would think of this. It was an elementary school classroom and a cat wandered into the classroom and the children got all excited over the cat. And one little boy said, what is the sex of the cat? And the teacher said, I don't know. And he said, well, I know how we can find out. And everybody looked at him and he said, we can vote on it. When you go around asking everybody what they think you should do, this is a real mistake. You have access to God. Ask Him, and it shall be given you. Trust Him. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.